Hi, I'm Keshav Naidu and this is Talk to the Brand. Together, we bring you inspiring stories from the world of brand building. Today our guest is Samit Malkani. Samit began his career writing television commercials and print ads. He then moved to digital because brand engagement should last longer than 30 seconds he believes. He loves bringing together human insights, data insights, brand strategy, culture, content, technology and design into his work. Samit is the brand marketing head for Southeast Asia and India at Google. Welcome Samit. It's a pleasure having you on top of the brand. And also really interesting bit of news, really happy bit of news. Samit is a new father. Thanks Keshav. Uh, good to see you again after all this while. Uh, and yeah, uh, fatherhood has been top of mind for the last 2 months now. It's been an interesting journey. Yeah, something that I'm still getting used to. That's great. That's great. in your journey you know can you as a marketing professional as a brand branding professional can you talk to us a little bit about how you've gotten to where you are today that's a going to be a really long winded answer <laughs> or if you can find a, a short one okay. however you this the medium allows you to you know all right let me try and condense um, condense it um, i was i was doing a workshop with my team in december um in person uh, back before the pandemic struck and um we were doing a career workshop and i was talking them through my career journey and i was sharing that one of the things i've learned and other people wiser people have told me is careers are no longer linear right you'd expect a career graph to be a pretty like linear uh, up and to the right kind of progression but it's more right. like a higgledy piggledy zigzag kind of a curve these days right Um, yeah for me i i started out in advertising because i was always a really good writer i chose not to pursue programming computer programming which is something my parents were very keen for me to do and i was pretty good at uh, i chose not to do that on the advice of a teacher who i forever bless back in jehan college uh, professor siddiqui and then it was a toss up between journalism and advertising and advertising paid more um and when i say paid more it's relative uh, so i started my <laughs> <laughs> so i started my career as a as a copywriter at low um and i spent six and a half years doing mainline advertising there um but i figured that i was stagnating right i wasn't moving career wise as fast as i would have liked to um and i was getting bored and in one of many long conversations with my boss and mentor amir jalil who's also been a guest on this show yeah 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 uh, I actually listened into that episode and it was it was so amazing to hear especially the personal story that he shared yeah yeah, yeah. that was really endearing it really was so Amir actually pointed me in the direction of digital because he'd figured I had a knack for those kind of ideas you know I was talking about blogs and social media work long before social media was actually a term and I then spent the next year in interactive just learning and trying to you know figure out whether this is something i really wanted to do and lo and behold it was and interactive was low uh, low because it was lintas and interactive that was the digital wing of low and then from there i moved on to yahoo um i was doing brand solutions and yahoo taught me a lot of things uh, it it helped me really understand the medium better the digital medium it taught me a lot about how branded content can work really well for brands um, and publishers and i had a great boss there who taught me a lot about leadership um from yahoo i went to 
Jack in the Box. Uh, spent a really fulfilling period of time there. It wasn't as long a stint as perhaps I would have liked it to be, um, but it was a great stint. Uh, I have I I have fond memories. I think we did some sterling work there. I bounced around a little bit after that. I went to Hansa Sequity to learn data driven marketing. Wow. Yeah, I I wanted to really understand how to bring more data led thinking into my work and Nishad Ramachandran. But that curiosity is amazing to have, you know. Yeah, that's really one of the most important attributes a good branding marketing person, you know, then you're a student for life. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I've actually like realized that as I've reflected on my own life and on on what I like and I realize I get bored very quickly. Like in 2 or 3 years I get bored of doing the same thing so I want something new and that means you have to constantly try and learn and and reinvent. So um, I went and joined Nishad Ramachandran uh, at uh, Sequity in his small, you know, creative digital marketing outfit and um learned at his feet for 9 months which were which and, and that learning t- still today holds me in good stead. um and uh i had just joined interactive avenues which is in one of india's largest digital agencies and best when google came calling uh and as someone who has been a google fan since 2008 um and has wanted to build this brand from the inside out since back then it wasn't an opportunity i could say no to so uh in 2014 i packed up my bags and i moved to delhi to become the brand lead for google in india so basically looking after all our creative work working with our agencies um from there a few years later i expanded my portfolio to cover southeast asia and moved to singapore in 2017 and just recently last year um i expanded my portfolio again so not just looking after brand creative but also looking after our brand and reputation work which is you know the the initiatives that google runs to bring internet access education empowerment training to you know underserved communities our trust and safety marketing efforts um across india and southeast asia so from copywriter to a full brand manager um, sometimes i can't believe it myself but that's the short yeah, story superb journey no it it like you said uh, you know uh, we are we're a lot more forgiving now with our career journeys what you said higgledy piggledy uh, graph is something that you know uh, in our say parents generation was not permitted yeah yeah uh, you know we we have that luxury and you know it's great when people like you take full advantage of it and remain curious and just it's kind of like an adventurous maverick approach it's great you know adventurous adventurous maverick is a very kind way to put it i will admit, <laughs> <laughs> i i can definitely say that it was very scary at various points um i can definitely say it was very unnerving right i i feel like i took a few risks um and maybe yeah. some of them paid off better than the others but i think what's for me what's really kept me going is what is the next thing i can learn and master and really do well at and just add another skill and just just you know grow honestly um and as long as i'm having fun and i'm working with good people and learning along the way i think that's you know those are my boxes to tick yeah yeah and i mean who wouldn't want to work at google you know anybody who has been a fan of anything technology you know i'm and i count myself as a fan of google and all its tech products so it's it's a role i look up to you know it's, it's a super place to be at you know yeah no it's a privilege it's been a privilege and i've just been fortunate so
so when you um, you know when you look back at this entire journey you know what what has what would you say has been your most it's it's going to be this is going to be difficult if you feel like there's more than one project feel free but most interesting or challenging product project that you worked on it's actually a very easy answer for me because i've spent a lot of time thinking about it um okay but it is more than one so if you okay. give me that leeway i'll it. share a few please. of the ones please so i i'm not sure you can count these as single projects but if okay. i look at my career early on i think i'm super proud of working on johnson's baby um i was a young okay. male copywriter working on a baby brand i i distinctly remember starting to work on the brand when i was single so i was no way close to having a baby but it was uh, it was really interesting because i i seemed to make it work i read a lot i studied a lot um i literally read what to expect while you're expecting wow cover to cover to try, try and understand what was going on you know what is this world and many other books and i i'm i'm really proud of that stint because i feel like i was one of the few male copywriters who consistently did well on that brand uh, for a period of 3 years i worked on jagore i will not claim to be the person who came up with the idea uh, that was amir and balki all the way uh but i had the privilege right. of working on that on that business and then on that campaign for the first 3 years of its inception and you know the voting film and then after that the one we did on corruption yeah iconic historic films yeah. i mean those were the two where i had you know uh, contributed yeah. um no but i'm still reeling from the fact that you mentioned earlier which is you read what to expect when expecting <laughs> as a young male copywriter you know i mean that just says so much in terms of like commitment or study or research you know it's just amazing because there's no way you can you can put yourself in the consumer shoes otherwise absolutely um you're absolutely right honestly it was a weakness for me to go on and work on that brand and i realized very quickly that if i really have to understood what understand what parenting is all about i need to get into a parent's mind into a mother's mind um and the only way I knew to do that because I didn't none of my friends were married let alone having kids right I couldn't exactly talk to my parents about what it felt like because it was 25 years ago for them so the only thing I could do was read um and fortunately I'm an avid reader I'm a voracious reader so that came naturally and I had to do that um I think the best somebody paid me a compliment at that time my my servicing lead on the business uh actually nicknamed me mother malkani at that time which was to me the <laughs> finest compliment i think i've ever received in my career superb yeah superb yeah and it's alliterative it fits really nice perfectly <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice yes sorry you were go you were i interrupted no, you no um, please continue so after jagore i think um you know jack in the box we did a lot of great work but um but i'm really proud of a lot of the work i've done at google um whether it's some of the work we've done on search uh, in india and now in southeast asia where consistently we've been churning out work that is being recognized creatively internally as well as you know externally um in southeast asia last year we swept most of the awards you know for for with work on search um the google maps look before you leave work in india uh um, right google photos there was a small and beautiful project that we did which you find on youtube it's called the story of amit which was a true story a social kind of experiment that we that we did okay um but to me i think we'll we'll add a link to these in the show notes sounds good um yeah and of course i mean i can't 
I can't uh, speak much about my Google journey without talking about India in a day, uh, which was oh that was beautiful. Thank you. Uh, India's first outsourced film uh, intended to kind of portray what India was going through uh, with the influx yeah. of the internet, with the internet boom, and yeah, I mean, I never thought I'd get to do a feature film uh, and have my name on IMD on IMDb, um, but hey. The, it's like content marketing without being content marketing. Correct. In a sense, Correct. right? Correct. Um, uh, it's not... Uh, it's the other way around, actually. Yeah, it's... If, I don't know what the term for that is. Honestly, I don't think we were trying to market anything in that. If you look at it, there's not That's a single mention. And hence, yeah. yeah. It was more to learn what was actually happening in India and in people's lives um, around 2015-16, which is when the internet really exploded and you know, more and more yeah. people started getting online. And that was bringing a lot of societal change, a lot of economic change, um, a lot of aspirational change. And I think for us, we just want to understand that. Uh, and we just used film as a medium to portray it. So, but yeah, that that's something that I'm super proud of. Can you talk to us about, there's a very famous campaign I remember that uh, you were associated with while you were at Jack in the Box and a, a big part of the country also is aware of this. Uh, and Why do I know, <laughs> you know what I'm to? talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm hey, coming let's do to. This. Let's not name the let's, campaign. Let's just talk about it and see if you're Let's can. talk about it and see how far we can yeah. go. Great fun. I love the idea. Um, uh, we'll name the client for, just drop clues along the way as you talk. Sounds good. So, please go ahead. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this particular campaign I think put put Jack in the Box on the map very very firmly um, and I was heading yeah. the creative team when we did it uh, this was for Sony Music specifically okay. for their South label and we looked yeah. after their social media right and uh, all their content and uh, late one evening I was sitting in office and the copywriter community manager who owned the Sony Media South account walked right. up to me uh, this is young guy named Shrikant Das uh, and he walked up to me and he said uh, Samit there's this uh, song you won't understand it but it's fantastic and I want to do something with it cool so he played the song and it was very catchy and I really enjoyed it it didn't make any sense at the time um, and then he explained <laughs> what it meant and I was like, okay, this is interesting. Cool. Did he play the video for you or audio? So he just played the audio. And, and he played just the audio. He just okay, played the okay. song. I said, okay. cool, Shrikant, you, you own the page. Let's pitch me a few ideas tomorrow and let's see where we can what we can do. Um, but then as it happened, uh, we got a call saying that somebody has put up a pseudo video, if I remember correctly, of this soundtrack on YouTube, not an unofficial video. What do we huh. do? So our advice to our client was, and I think this was Prashant Chalapali who was the business head then, told the client, yeah, just, yeah. just go make a video, go make an official video. So our client said, okay, let's go do that. And he, they pulled the artists in, the actors and actresses in, and they recorded this amazing off-the-cuff, offbeat video that went perfectly with this. In the meanwhile, my boy Shrikant was developing an idea, and he came to me and said, this is the hashtag. And when this video was ready, we took that video, we took out that hashtag, just started posting on social media. And you right. have to remember, Keshav, these were the good old days of social media where 
you could get something no viral campaign had been exactly. has had ever happened that was one a very few viral campaigns two i think there weren't that many people on it three not many people were using it as a group collectively you know the jack in the box crew could pretty much get something trending in about a couple of hours because we all were and what was your starting point medium like was it twitter or twitter. was it facebook twitter twitter, twitter right yeah. so that was twitter yeah. so that's what we did i don't remember the exact tweet that we first put up uh, but we put it yeah. up with this Hashtag and I'll spill the beans here. Uh, hashtag buy this cola very D. <laughs> and we just started. Playing. Points for you if you guessed it somewhere along the way. <laughs> more points for the, the sooner you got it, the more points yeah. for you. <laughs> and uh, why this cola very D means why this murderous rage. And we just yeah, the idea that Shrikanth had was to just connect it to all those things that really upset us in our day to day life whether it's traffic whether it's losing your wallet whether it's a girl dumping you whether it's you know and yeah that, yeah, that yeah. seemed to fit the video as well because if you look at the video it was very engineering student college kind of you know vibe to it so if we put that out there uh, on the sony music handles and one thing led to another and the next thing we knew um, mr bachchan was tweeting uh with the handle and every celebrity and and people who made me i mean it just took a life of its own um yeah it did yeah so i i will say that i was associated with the campaign i was yeah it was just a, a great idea from shrikanth and a great move by the client and uh, prashant uh, to get a video done uh, in response in time yeah yeah in so really... it was just like amazing teamwork and yeah the rest is history as a as a brand marketing person as a marketing person what would you say is the ideal mix in a communication plan or are the ideal must haves for you i think uh, honestly for me the foundation is the critical piece and there are three pieces i think that i would call out here i think the first is a very strong why knowing why you're doing this campaign what what do you want to achieve right what is the problem that you're trying to solve or the opportunity that you're trying to cash into and being very clear on that i think that without that no campaign can go anywhere um it's one thing i always question when i'm looking at a brief or indeed writing one is the why of this is the context of this shining out clearly for me then the second one is understanding of our users we spoke about it a bit earlier as well right putting yourself into the mind yeah, of, a, yeah. of of a user and for me that continues to be the number one um box to tick if we don't know what our consumers are thinking what they're feeling what their needs are what the need gaps are whether it's from our products or from you know what's available out there in the market that they might be using um i think you know that doesn't really help us at all and right i i can say this i think at google we are laser focused on user insights and i think that is something that uh, uh i've really taken to heart as well um uh, and the third then is knowing what change you want to drive once you know your why once you know your user insight and arriving at what is that behavioral shift or attitudinal shift you want to create i think those yeah. three make up for a really strong foundation after that writing a brief becomes really easy and i'm sorry if i'm actually saying this from a marketer perspective which is 
my job is to write it. In fact, the ad will write itself. Exactly. I feel. Like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm just going to quickly cut you here. I'm sorry, but you know, I saw this the Google Maps campaign that you mentioned earlier. I felt that was a superb example of this. Yeah, it was. Um, it's it's one of the campaigns I'm most proud of doing, um, and we were very very clear in our understanding of the user. We were very very clear in yeah. knowing what we had to do, what education we had to do, and we were very clear as yeah. to what is that behavior that we want to drive. And the shift that you want. So when we had all those insights, our brief was super sharp, and then you know we worked with the team at Low and. They just have, you know, magic happened. They came up with some great insights. Yeah, it connected with me on at two levels, both as a consumer and as a you know market. Thank you. I know the team that worked on it yeah. will be super happy to hear that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. yeah. The bill. So was this low Bombay or low Bangalore? This was low Delhi. Low, low Delhi. Low Delhi. Okay. Yeah. No, and the and the billboards were were honestly the, some of the most fun we've had writing billboards. Yeah. Um, you know, once the team had cracked the idea, I think all of us rolled up our sleeves and started coming up with these punny lines. Yeah. And uh, billboard is one of the toughest mediums. J- just communicate itself is tough. To communicate and have fun is... Yeah, it was one of those right. rare ones that we got absolutely right. And if yeah. I remember correctly, yeah. we wrote, I think we produced some 400 individual billboards, each tailored to wow. where it was. So it was a massive <laughs> exercise, but it was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Nice. I think this is the part I like about this show also is that I get to geek out about <laughs> these things a little bit. I know what you mean. <laughs> I know you're sitting in Singapore, but you are very close in your work to yeah. India. So when you look at the Indian consumer today, mm-hmm. and I will compare it to say back to 2015, because let's say that's when you kind of, uh, like a point, just as a point of reference. Okay. What do you see uh, that is so different today from just four or five years ago, to narrow your narrow the focus, I would say urban consumer. Or if you feel like there is something interesting that you want to share about a non-urban uh, consumer, that's also cool. I I'm coming back to that sense of optimism, and I think hmm. that it's been further fueled by the rise of role models. You've got so many Indians today who have harnessed the power right. of technology, they've started up and look what they have managed to achieve. Or, yeah, you know, if I look at, and I know maybe, maybe I'm talking a bit too much about tech because that's a field I'm in, but... No, but that is the, this this is the story, you know, I mean, the, we, are, we are talking about yeah. India's internet growth story. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I look at people like, say, Vijay Shekhar Sharma and Paytm and the success yeah. that yeah. he has yeah. uh, created there. Um, if I look at even our own CEO, Sundar Pichai, or Satya Nadella yeah. of Microsoft. I mean, again, Indians who've gone on to tap into the power of the internet and they're role modeling that success and that optimism that if someone from very humble roots like people like Sundar and, and Satya are from, if people from very humble roots can make it, so can we. And I, and I think that the internet is the, it's the rational reason to believe, you know what I mean? Of that optimism. You can see the ladder. Yeah. You will believe yeah. it. You can see the threads. Yeah. That's superb. That's a great point you make because when in in the nineties that would have been the role models would have been uh, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, and nobody in between. There's nobody of color. I'll I'll go step because you disassociate with the person who's not your 
I'll go. I don't think it's a race thing necessarily, though. I don't disagree with you, but I don't think it's a race thing. Yeah, make makes it believable. Makes it more exactly more relatable. Yeah, but if I step back and if I just look at advertising, even in early two thousands, right? Every time you think about who does this person aspire to, who are the people that they look up to, you think of cricketers and Bollywood stars. Yeah, and I don't think that's the case yeah. anymore. Yes, cricketers and Bollywood stars will still be there. Okay, yeah. and they uh, uh, appeal to millions, but you've got more people in the mix, and people who have. I feel more people are eating into that exactly. pie. Exactly. Exactly. So they may not be celebrities, but they are people who, like chefs. Sure. Exactly. Right. Writers. Right. Exactly. Anything. Just about anything. Exactly. You're right. I mean, it's so true. The um, it's become more diverse. It's yes, just in terms of the profession as well, right? Like, someone can today aspire to being. the ceo of google because another indian has showed them the way for example right yeah and they can aspire to be a for lack of a better term rock star in any field they choose exactly and now thanks to the opportunity that the internet gives them they can achieve it yeah yeah to me that's been that's been the huge transformation over the last 5 years that's a massive shift yeah. true yeah superb thank you thank you for neatly summing that up for us what advice would you give new brand managers entrepreneurs who are starting out on their own, with their own brand for me um i keep going back to, I, i'll go back to two things right one know your user know your consumer right. um in in this day and age it's actually become much easier to really understand your consumer behavior um you've got so many tools out yeah. there that will actually track behavior and here's the distinction between tracking like online behavior versus being in a research and asking questions right in research and focus groups yeah. people often portray themselves in a way that they would like to be seen but clicks don't lie right your digital behavior doesn't lie <laughs> right the numbers there's a horror film title yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the data doesn't lie um and i think that that's one th- i would i would definitely um say that that is the most critical and then the second is um uh, focus on your product it's easy to say that you know i've got a great product and i'm going to make a beautiful ad campaign and you can go out and spend millions on brilliant advertising um and get your word out there it's the easiest thing in the world to do to throw money behind a product right much tougher to really use understanding of your consumer to make your product matter to them uh, in a different way and i think like i'm it's been really interesting right i've i've watched a lot of shark tank and it's always interesting to see the 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 folks that get the backing of of some of the smarter investors in the room like i especially look at say mark cuban right he asks i feel in my book he asks some of the right questions and they always have a product that there's a clear requirement for the product they demonstrated the ability to fill that need gap and i think that that is uh, that mm. is something that comes from strong user understanding the marketing will write itself right. uh, so for me that is it you're starting off just focus on your users focus on your products get those right you can do anything with your marketing after that if you're checking those needs the rest will just absolutely absolutely also oh, this is something that we can try uh, do you have a favorite 
one line joke because oh. if you have one then great we can leave our guests on that i am afraid that if i say it your guests might no longer tune into your podcasts there's no fear of five people not coming back next week so right um this is one of the oldest uh, puns that i know a horse walks into a bar and sits down at the bar and the bartender asks it so why the long face oh i love it i love apologies. it all the cheese and advance i mean after the fact <laughs> no it's been superb It's been a great conversation today. Thank you for joining well, us. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me over, Kishan. Yes, it really has been a fun uh, experience and a fun chat. More power to you. I'm looking forward to many more episodes of Talk to the Grand. This episode was recorded over the phone due to the nationwide lockdown. We hope you're staying safe and making the most of your spare time. Do follow us on Insta and Facebook. You will find the links in the show notes. Music for the show is designed by Zico. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes, Castbox, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also tell your friends who you might think enjoy our show. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time.